starting the third chalik of Derech Hashem, the main theme of which is Nevuah, prophecy. Uh, in a little bit more general sense, we're going to be talking about the uh, spiritual powers that are in our Neshamas, and uh, obviously prophecy being the... Um, Not so much the point being this is one thing a man can do, well, but more to help us understand who we are. I mean, even if a person never has prophecy, but a person understands prophecy, they understand about the soul okay, in much more fundamental ways. What is the soul? What, well, if I understand you know, what it can do at its highest level, then I have a much better understanding of what the soul is, even if you know, this particular person will never end up having prophecy. Does that make sense? So what is there between that and Vegas? Is that the same thing? Vegas. Well, um, prophecy, we, we are going to see... understanding of potential, correct? Vegas is understanding of my potential to get close to Hashem. You're saying that Navua is my is an understanding of my Shema. Right. right. So your dve- so the term Dvekus is a very is a, is a very um, vague. I mean Dvekus, you know, on some level a person could have Dvekus, you know, maybe much, 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 much lower levels, right? Prophecy is a type of Dvekus. Okay. Right? So prophecy shows you you know, the full potential, so to speak, of the neshama, right, in, in that dvekus. Okay. Right? And uh, so it gives an insight as to, as to who we really are. Is theoretically every person capable of that, or is it only select few individuals based on the power of the neshama? Theoretically, every Jewish person is capable. Right. Are we barred from prophecy because we don't have the uh, paradigma? Um it's not. It's not uh, related to the paraduma. It's related so to the lack of. Someone uh, mace can't be, can't receive nevuah, right? Well, first of all, um, not necessarily everyone today is tummy mace. All right. I thought that was just the going assumption. There are many people who are, but not necessarily everyone. Um, but it, it, that's a different point. That uh, you know, nevuah is something that's related to what we discussed last time, right? Um, remember the different stages of the world's existence? Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Familiar, but... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 2,000 years of Tohu, yeah. right? Up until... So that was a state of Hashem kind of being more or less concealed in the world. That would correspond to, uh, you know... the like in a progression of a person's life, that would be a baby, right? Then, the, then we moved to stage two, which was began with uh, with avos, right? And uh, where people were intellectually aware of Hashem, but not able to um, have direct connection. Um, even though we say the avos were, were nevim, but they were not nevim in the sense of the word of delivering a prophecy. Right? They, they, they didn't deliver prophecies. They experienced prophecy, though, right? 
Yeah. Got extremes and right, right. Yeah, he's a cackle. I was saying, but he didn't he? I guess he wasn't necessarily experiencing, but he was he was sharing God's word with who? With everyone around him. Oh, what that means? That's not proud. He wasn't saying this is what Hashem said to me. He was saying, don't you people understand? There's one God. Think about it, right? Right. Yeah. When 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 the Torah says that. Hashem says, Lech Lecha. Is that not prophecy that you're experiencing? True, but, but it's some sort of a revelation, right? But unlike unlike when a prophet, you know, speaks in the name of God. Yeah. Right? right. So, and, uh, and open miracles, again, there was something going on, right? Uh, something happened when Avram Avinu was thrown into the Kivshanesh, but it was not, again, something where... Uh, a prophet does an ulcer, a mophis, where he says, look, I'm going to show you now a miraculous thing. This is the power of God being revealed here in the world, right? That that was not the case. So the first prophet is Moshe Rabbeinu? Yep. That's where it began. So then, then that moves us up to stage three of revealed prophecy, revealed miracles. That's what we spoke about. Stage three. Then we fell back down to stage two with the korban base hamikdash. That's that's why we don't have that nevua, the nevua of Moshe Rabbeinu of the prophets of the uh, uh, Yeshaya, Cheskel, Yemiyahu. Right? Those 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 nevim. That's limited to the times of the base hamikdash. Um, but you know, some sort of some sort of a different ability to relate something that. You know that uh, that, that you know, there's still something, but uh, that explicit prophecy that that we don't have. Someone comes to them and says, "Call Mar Hashem," right? We don't believe him. Um, and uh, and uh, and then yeah, we said eventually coming back to that third stage, and then ultimately the fourth stage is where everyone has prophecy. All the Jewish people, everyone is a prophet, right? And then just going higher and higher and higher in that level. That's what we spoke about last time. Okay. So anyway, so the point I'm just pointing out why we're so hyper focused on prophecy over here, right? I mean, prophecy is a good thing. Doing mitzvah is also a good thing. Um, learning Torah is a great thing, right? So it's not the point, the action. We're not yet learning about certain mitzvahs or certain things. That's going to be in the like, Dalad, we're going to learn about the different things that we need to be doing, that we need to be involved in, etc. Here we're more learning about what the neshama is, who we are, right? And and uh, and prophecy is the place where we see it the clearest. Okay, fine. So, also, so Simon Sif Aleph over here. Um, so we, we've discussed the fact. That Adam is the only creature which is a composite of spiritual and physical. That was back in uh, in the end of Helikalif. Helikalif, Perik Hey, Sif Aleph, right? So he said that uh, all other um, physical um, creatures, animals, and the like, so they are entirely physical, and even though they have what's called a nefesh. Right, that animates them, gives them hergish, means uh, feeling, and it gives them intelligence. 
but it's a natural intelligence. It's a TV. It's it's a natural intelligence. Um, that is that is from the nefesh, which he says over there very clearly. Here it's not as clear um, that it is completely physical. It's very very dark. It's very very fine, almost you know impossible to pick up in a physical sense, but it is physical. The Thin, small, elusive, refined. Are we saying it's difficult to pick up that there is a spiritual something inside there? It's not spiritual. A nephish type of thing inside there. Inside the, the an, every animal, inside of, a, yeah, inside of every animal, um, you have that. So animals can have emotion. That's what I said. You're saying that hergesh. Yeah. Feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be scared or whatever, right? But... What they what they cannot do is they cannot go above that. They can't reflect. They can't introspect. They can't um, do those things that we're going to talk about soon as being already signs of spirituality. The beginnings of spirituality. So, so man is a composite of this. Um, Can they be depressed? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Because that would seem to be taking the emotional thing to a deeper place. Right. Okay, just right. You can Google after share. They have like long interviews with some ape that taught this thing sign language. Yeah. If he gets like all sad and stuff, like that's kind of what I was thinking. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means a derailing. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, so they do have so they do have an intellect, but it's all physical. Um, he, he says an interesting thing. He says that it comes in to the zera at a time that it is nikled. Means once the seed takes root in the egg then this nefesh comes in so does that mean in a certain sense we believe life begins at conception in a certain sense it's uh, it, it's a gradient it's not black it's and white days, this thing. that's another it's a gradient there's, no. there's stages along the way it's not uh, it's not black or white okay um and uh, this is what builds the, the entire person. This is or the, the animal. Uh, this is what makes the, gives them their level of intelligence. There's different levels of nefesh. Um, you know, dogs get one. Um, you know, whatever it is, uh, you know, mice get a different one, right? Um, is the nefesh responsible for the growth of the body? Yep. He says that right here. He says it's responsible for the growth of the body. It's responsible for the for the level of emotion or feeling. Responsible for the level of natural intelligence. Would you, as a doctoral candidate, you say that's very much DNA, or it's a different idea? I, I think it rides on DNA. It, it does, at least the way that he's saying it here, it does sound like it would be connected to DNA. Yeah, I mean, because. Obviously, we know that the the germ cells, you know, each one having half of the DNA necessary, 
um, you know, th- that does not that's not conducive to life, right? When the two combine and you get a, you get a full set of chromosomes, now it can start. Now it has the blueprint in it to make you know, to make what it needs to make. And obviously, it's super tiny, and it's kind of uh, does seem to be does does seem to work out. Um, so, okay, that's Aleph. Uh, now, O's base, however, is the Nefesh and Evdelis. And here is where um, man is fundamentally different from everything else. There's no other creature which is physical and yet has a, has a spiritual component to it. That's, that's man. And what this does is, besides the fact that it gives man this higher level to himself but it also acts as a channel as a, as a conduit to the higher worlds so it, so it basically plugs us in to higher worlds that's how we get our shefa you know everything that's flowing down to us from there flows through the neshama right, what we're going to call the neshama right this this uh, nefesh hanivdelis Separated. I mean, not not the not the physical one that's inside the body, but the spiritual one that connects to it. This is still not the neshama. This is the neshama. Oh, the nefesh of Dallas is the neshama. Yeah. Uh, so again, so the so the point is, not only does it itself makes us spiritual, but it also connects us to the all the spiritual realms, <laughs> and then from there it flows. Uh, to the nefesh abahemis, the, the the one that is uh, animating the body, and from there to the to the goof itself, um, and uh, Well, he said that the behemoths have a nefesh. Okay, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so then he says that, that, that towards the end of Ozbeis over here, <laughs> so it, it attaches very, very high up there. It gets a flow down. It connects to the nefesh hatachtona, right? Then the nefesh hatachtona connects to the connects to the most refined, smallest, um, non-physical aspect of the blood, which sounds extremely similar to the endocrine system. Endocrine. The hormone system. The hormones that float around in your bloodstream. Right? So... The two systems that govern us is the nervous system and the endocrine system. Those are the, the right. So the neshama then connects down into the brain. Right, the brain, the operations of the brain uh, is is where the highest part of the lower nefesh is located. That's where they. Kind of hand off the baton, right? Um, and then that, in turn, impacts the endocrine system. 
which releases all the hormones and everything in the in the blood, which causes the body to grow, which causes change in mood and change in in uh, energy levels and all the other things. So it sounds like we're going mind, central nervous system or brain and uh, you know spinal cord and things, and an endocrine system. Okay. Um, okay. That's O's base. O's gimel. So what is that pointing out? That the, how they're so mutually connected? That there's a progression. There's a downwards flow, right? We're getting hashpah from up there. That impacts... If you want to, you know, if you want to bring it down, I'm afraid to cheapen it, but on some level you could say this, right? That a person's mental state impacts their nervous system, their nervous system impacts their endocrine system, and their endocrine system impacts their body. So you get people that that make themselves literally sick. Do that. Right? It's cortisol in the blood. Cortisol has been associated cortisol, with... Cortisol, as well as many other things. Yeah, you know, my cor- uh, right? Lots of different things. That, uh, cortisol is a stress hormone. That's one. But there's many other ones. Um, but for sure help me feel I mean if you're stressed you should come learn Torah that's posh well, okay so well we're currently working on Ayn Tov let him first that's jump in tomorrow <laughs> on Ayn Tov we only have two shoe left anyway I'm waiting for uh, the, the podcast app I guess that and also uh, you maybe you explain this but just getting back to it Maybe explain this. I'm not sure I totally get understand it. This is the last line. Nimsu aguf shtei haneshamos miskashrin zayim zed. Did we explain the miskashrin? Yeah. The upper neshama connects to the lower one. Then the lower one connects down to. They're the, the same thing. Was it? Oh, you mean con- no. okay? Got it. Okay. They connect. They're not like intertwined. Okay. No, it's actually if you want to speak it out a little bit more technically, one is neslabish and the other. It's uh, enclosed in means it, it, the um, okay. you know, how does the physical body relate to spiritual things? Answer is through the mind. Right, the mind is the yeah, where the scientists say, where 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 is this connection? This whoever saw this connection with, you know, to the soul? How does it impact on the body? Whoever says it impacts on the body. Well, um, it impacts our mind, right? Our mind impacts our central nervous system. Our central nervous system impacts our endocrine system, which impacts our very bodies and our and our health, right? That's why people have managed to cure themselves from all, all sorts of things through meditation or other such things, right? And people have gotten themselves very, very sick. Um, what's it called? Somato... Somatic, uh, psychosomatic, psychosomatic, uh, right? So where where mental state can cause actual physical symptoms, real real physical symptoms. Even in the, the way that the brain is structured, and the the lower aspects of the brain are, are literally are literally connected to the yeah, endocrine system, yeah, right? Yeah. The, and there and the higher aspects of the brain are literally enclosed upon that, like wrapped around, wrapped around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, so that is uh, O's base. Os Gimel. 
so we get this unbelievable neshama. It's connected so high up. It's unbelievable, right? So why is Yosef still not a prophet? What's going on over here? Right. That's what I usually ask myself. Right. Right. So... Uh, as as close as you did oh, get to it during Sulish stuff. That was, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. We think we got to pretty close, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, still didn't hit it. Okay, so he says the reason is because as long as it's connected to the lower nefesh, and the lower nefesh is, is a part of the body, so it is, so to speak, locked up from accessing spirituality. It's locked up. Um, it can't fly around, can't connect to all those high spiritual things um, while inside the body. That's one. That's locked up. Two is the neshama, we'll call it the nefesh and neshama, just for easy reference from now on. Two is that the neshama is mispaelis mimaisa guf. Its own spiritual state depends on actions of the body. Meaning, if the body will do mitzvahs, the neshama will become more powerful. If the body does averos, the neshama will become less powerful. Or eats too many donuts. Too many donuts, that would be an example, correct. Now, um, not to say that the body acts by itself. Right? The body doesn't act by itself. But we're saying, but if, but at the end of the day, we're not discussing right now how this decision making is done. But if at the end of the day, a physical action is done, which is a good physical action, it uh, works its way back up and energizes the neshama, right? If a if it's a negative action that's done, it works its way up and weakens the neshama. That's point two. So point number one is the neshama is locked away, locked up blocked off from um, the high spiritual realm. I mean, it's still connected as far as receiving flow, but it is not able to interact. We're going to discuss this more at length, why that is. It's basically like a kind of the unconscious, you know, the unconscious part of us, of ourselves, where there's some connection, but we can't, we don't know about it. Okay? Um, second one is, that it matters what the body does. At the end of the day, what we do with our body makes a difference for the neshama. It's not like the neshama being a spiritual entity is indifferent to what the body does. No, it's, it's actually uh, dependent on that. And then finally, what the neshama does is it guides the nefesh in what it should be doing. And sends thoughts and etc. down into it. And that is what the Midrash says, that uh, Tzadikim, that the Rishoyim are Berushus Libum. Not, uh, was it, was, uh, and Tzadikim Libum Berushusum. Their heart is in their domain. So Russia, he is at the um, control of his heart. I mean, his heart is in control of him. A tzaddik is his heart is is in his hand, so, so to speak, he controls it. What does that mean? It means a tzaddik is someone who knows how to speak to his heart from higher up, speak unto his heart, talk to oneself, explain to the heart, which is kind of like a child that we have. We all have a child inside over here, right? Um, and 
talk to it and you know inspire it and uh, and um, convince it that, that it wants to do the right thing just like with, just like with your uh, just like with Daniel right or Shammai right? You, if you talk to them you could you could get them to want to do mitzvahs right so you got to do the same thing with your own heart okay so that's also what the neshama can do. So in this paragraph, we learn three things: it's locked away, it's impacted by the by the deeds that we do, and it actually um, influences the nefesh, uh, guides it, and puts thoughts into it. Okay, um, you know, because there's the different parts of our mind. There's the parts of our mind, the loftier parts of our minds, and then there's the more visceral parts of our mind, the more animalistic part of our mind, right? And then you got to get the lofty thoughts, right? That would be more like the neshamless thinking, down into the more visceral thinking, into the more animalistic thinking, because that's the one that really kind of ultimately does the actions. <coughs> yeah? That's what we talk about, das, right? Integrated knowledge. The, you know, the, the knowledge that you actually want to do something as opposed to just realizing intellectually that that uh, um, you, know, you should be you should be wanting to do it or you should be doing it that's your pen <laughs> <laughs> What? Looking out for the yeshiva's uh, budget. Exactly. <laughs> like we've been discussing in the camp. Oh, sorry, when Josh to poison himself through the, you know, <laughs> absorbing all the stuff into his skin. I don't know, it's probably a limit on how much, how much of that stuff you can have in your hand. What did you say, Joe? Nikias. Is this Nikias? Well, what you're describing it. It's something that we should be working in. This will be important in the Nikias. That's right. That's right. I mean, in the Nikias where a person could be thinking very lofty things, but then he's totally unaware of the fact that he's got massive, you know, tivus or massive fears or massive whatever happening underneath, right? And he's going to end up making all sorts of bad decisions because it's not integrated, right? 100%. That's, that's the point. Okay, fine. That's Oz Gimel. Oz Dalad. Um, <clears throat> although we speak about the Neshama as being one entity, um, there's actually... Um, many halakim and many madregos shonos in it. If you want to take one second to discuss the difference in those two expressions, what does it mean? Halakim rabim and madregos shonos. Uh, somebody tell me, in the English books, how do they translate it? Um, parts on different levels. What? A number of parts on different levels. Which means what? Even though Halakim is often referred to as a single entity, it actually consists of a number of parts on different levels. It means there's horizontal divisions no, no, but as well as hierarchical divisions. What does that mean? It means, like, say, the Neshama has different aspects that are nested upon each other and sort okay. of a hierarchy moving up, and then even amongst the, each level of those things may have separate subsections within it. So that's a, in a drawing that would work very nicely. But what does it mean as far as... Uh, the next line says, we can therefore say that there are actually a number of souls bound together like links in a chain. Right. But that would just be that would just make just one chain over here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, yeah, I mean, 
Josh is saying a good pictorial depiction, right? But we have to... The soul is not physical, so you can't... It actually won't... It doesn't have physical, spatial location, right? So what are these things? So what we're saying is there can be different... There are different... We've spoken about the Kokos and Abdullah in the past, right? Kokos and Abdullah, different... That the the ten different kohos, general kohos, right? Starting from high up, different characteristics. One is a chesed, one is a guru, right? Etc. Right? And they they have different quality to them, right? Chesed is different than guru. Which is different than you sold, right? So the the neshama also has these parts to it, right? Mm-hmm. And the then three? what? The same three, same old ten by three. Kesser, Chacham, Levi. What? So but so that's within a certain segment. I mean, what Josh was calling lateral means to say lateral means they are. Approximately on the same, um, you know, imagine a multi-story building, right? So on every story, you have an apartment, which has a living room, dining room, kitchen, and bathroom. So those rooms are different. Each one is different in in a qualitative sense, right? Mm -hmm. There's also different stories. Some are higher than others, right? But it's the same thing, but on a higher plane. Mm -hmm. Yeah? So that's, so like imagine the spheros, right? And then you got the same thing all over again, but on a higher plane. The spheros are like the different rooms in the house. They have different functionality, all of them, right? So that would be the halakim rabim. Halakim rabim means different halakim of the apartment, living room, dining room, kitchen, bathroom, right? Bedroom. And then you've got... um, Madrigo Sholnos on different levels, first floor, 10th floor, 50th floor, right? It's a very different apartment on the 50th floor than on the first floor, right? But I mean, it has no, the same, same, layout. same layout, right? Mm-hmm. But, but a very different apartment. It's, it's, it's very Do the spheres contain the other ones within them? Yes. Each one contains the aspects of the other one? In some yes. Combination. Okay. Well, let's hold off on the, on the, on the detailed limud. For now, so in terms of this apartment analogy, then the the highest level is a obviously a better level than in terms of like the first floor. So well, better or worse, I mean, uh, I, let's just say that it's a uh, loftier, loftier, right? Much more higher view. Higher, higher view. Yeah. Okay. Right. More connected up there. Right. And is it just the same? the other one's more connected down there? <laughs> It was yeah. connected. Is it just the same cycle repeating over and over again, yep. or is it the same cycle repeating through itself, like spiraling up? Like you'll have one inside of the other, and then it spirals up, and then it just. I'm just making noises and making hand gestures. Ignore what I'm saying. I realize it's crazy. But each of the spheros are on each of the floors. Yeah, that's the different apartment. There's the different rooms of the floor. Of the apartment, so what, they all have a different character, right? The living room is for spending time with the, you know, you know, I don't know reading and whatever, right? And the dining room is for eating, right? So those would be 
One would be Gvura, one would be Chesed, I don't know, whatever it is, right? things preclude somebody from going up to each level of the apartment? Like, if, you don't, if, one's, if their living room is not big enough, they can't go up to the fourth floor or something like that? Oh, okay. Um, maybe yes, maybe not. Depends. Okay, so so that's number one. So then the Shama is has many different halakim to it, right? We're, we're, let's view it like that. And then that's one link of the chain. And then there's another link above it, looks just like it, but one notch higher, right? That link has many parts to it. it has the upper part, the middle part, the lower part, the other middle part, right? It's, it's a link. It has all the parts to it, but then you got the same one all over again. Up above it, another one above that. That's a chain link. And the top one connects to the bottom one of the previous one. Yeah, they're all connected. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. as soon as you go up to a higher level, you're at the bottom of the other one. That's right. Okay. So that is uh, what he says over here in the first part of Old Dalid. Can I ask one other question? Sure. The advancing is that just to very much clarify that we're we're only focusing on the how much physicality and how many choices type of thing we we make basically advancing. We're talking about right now your existence. We're talking about right now existence. Talking about what your neshama looks like. Your neshama is actually made up of many of these links. Oh, this is neshama. Yeah. What? We're about to say that right now. Good. Okay. But the neshama getting higher and more connected to Hashem is going to be dependent upon how many good choices you make and that type of thing. Well, you're going to strengthen certain things. Yeah. Okay. That's what he said. You, you strength when you when you do good deeds down here, you strengthen certain parts of the neshama. Right. Okay. So that's what we're about to say right now. The klarasher she yistalku ktsas mina chalakim ha'ele. It's possible that some of these different chalakim will be removed, will disappear, in certain times. For example, Shvasir Batamus. That was a fast day. Certain parts of our Neshama were nostalgic. It was a day of disconnection. That's why we're unhappy on that day. We're disconnected. But then afterwards they return, like, let's say... You know, now or maybe now partially we're still bathing with storms, we're partially disconnected. Um, right? Oh, Yisvasfu Alehim Madregos. Or alternatively, new Madregos can be added to it. Now, notice, according to our definition, on Yom Kippur, very good example. Mm-hmm. Very good example. Yeah. Or on Yom Shabbos, perfect example. Shabbos, you guys are copying each other because Yom Kippur is Shabbos Shabbosim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, now, but notice something. We dis- we described earlier that Chalakim Rabim meant what the different part, the different rooms in the apartment, right? Madregos Shonos was higher floors in the apartment. Now, when he describes that sometimes you can get more, sometimes you can lose some, and sometimes you can gain some, right? Notice how he describes it. When he's talking about losing some, he's talking about losing some of the halakim, some of the rooms. You might lose some of the rooms in your apartment. Right? In some of your apartments, you might lose some of the rooms. 
What my they, they kind of. I mean, I guess it's the same thing as like having your Nishami Sarah. Like, you can't really understand that either. Like, but, but, that, but that at least at least at the default, you don't have that. They were saying that in general, we can lose. You can also go that. into a. Right, into a. Yeah, I don't know if you ever felt like in. What's called Katnus Adas, right? A state of constrictive thinking where feeling kind of selfish and. In, you know, turned inside and dark and not connected to a much bigger spiritual world, right? There's different stages that people go through, different states of mind that we can be in that just happen to us sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Is that, yeah? Does that resonate with anybody? Let's say feeling sad one day. Have you ever felt sad? So seemingly for almost no reason just being sad could even be a potential loss of that's the that yeah. means part of the shama it has uh, slipped away mm-hmm. yeah, but you want that chain link some of that some of that uh, broke away right now but notice notice uh, that there he says some of the halakim some of those rooms are under construction right now you can't use you can't reuse this room right now right but when he talks about adding, he doesn't talk about adding more rooms, because you can't add more rooms. You can't add more. There's only ten. There's only ten rooms. You can only have ten rooms. By the way, it's interesting. I wonder, like, a house that has, like, maximum number, is, is there, like, no more than ten types of rooms? I don't know. Yeah? Um, so, so there, you talk about adding more madrakas. Just the same thing over and over, right? You can just get a second floor, and a third floor, and a fourth floor. Right? Because you can't, have more than the ten spheros. They are what they are. Right? You could lose some of them. But you can't gain more of them, you can just gain higher levels of them. And just like we said we'll lose eventually recover it. So to with addition, um, eventually they leave. So that is um, you know, Yosef mentioned the Shama Yasera, right? So, where do we learn the sh- about the Shama Yasera? From where? The Gemara in, in Masachas Beitza says, Darshan is the Posik, Vayinafash, um, right? Hashem rested on that day, Shavas Vayinafash, which simply means he rested and he rested. Right? Obviously redundant. So Vayinafash says the Gemara stands for Kavan Shishavas. Now that he's rested, Oi Lenefesh. Oi, like the like you know, you used to heard your grandma saying Oi Oi Vavoi means like uh, too bad, loss, a lost, a loss of the net. Oi Oi Lenefesh. The Nefesh has been lost. That once we rested on Shabbos. Uh-huh. Comes mostly Shabbos and Oy to the Nefesh. So the extra Nefesh that we had is lost. So, guys, so, um, okay, so, yeah, so there's these fluctuations good times, bad times, you may Ava, you may Sina, right? Days of love and days of hatred. There's, we, there's turbulence, 
how can you have been worried that certain fats Midos versus Shaman then they need to work on their Midos versus they lost their Shaman well Midos is more is lower down that's more what you know so to speak the Midos would be like the tools that you have you know the the and, and the neshama is the man operating the tools, right? So you're always using the same mitos. Now, sometimes, certain times, in certain situations, will emphasize deficiencies in your toolkit, right? Meaning, if if you if your mitos are if you have a anger problem, it's always going to be a problem. Always, it's just in certain situations. Will yeah, be more challenging with with that with that problem, right? Mm-hmm. So the the, the meadows are what they are, and that's what we use. But you know, uh, depending on where I'm holding, you know, is is how well I'll be able to manage with with my meadows. You know, depending on the situation. Picture like a guy saying, "It's not that I'm angry; it's because I lost my yeah, but the, there is a reason why you lost that piece of the shaman. So Hashem wanted you to operate currently without that and see how you do. Right? That's uh, And if you're not doing too well, it means you need to work on your anger. Because your meter is not good enough right now that you can't manage to get by in a more constricted state and you're snapping at people, that's not good. So there's no voter to be done in that state as well. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll finish up. We know that we need to still finish up over here. Um, Old Dalit, so we'll revisit that.